Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Reasons to Raise Your Head. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael reminds the Christian of the hope that we have through Jesus Christ. The world around you might be a mess, but the Christian has unspeakably wonderful reasons to get up every morning with joy, with peace, and with hope. This message is also a great reminder of the purpose and the reason for why we should tell others about Jesus Christ. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, if you have a Bible this morning, I'm going to ask you to turn to Luke chapter 21. Luke chapter 21. And appreciate what Dr. Gipp brought on the subject of prophecy, because that's exactly where we're going to be this morning. In fact, Luke 21, I call Luke 21 the, uh, the Matthew 24 of the book of Luke. And so if you don't know what's, know what's in Matthew 24, now I've got you totally lost. But if you're familiar with the book of Matthew, you realize that that is one of the most prolific chapters in all the New Testament on the subject of prophecy and the second coming of Christ. And uh, Luke chapter 21 answers to that chapter in the book of Matthew. There are some profound things here. And I want you to notice a couple of things before we get too far into this by way of introduction. Look at verse 28. Look at verse 28. And, and I want you to see something here where Jesus is speaking here. And he said, and when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your head for your redemption draweth nigh. What I'm going to try to give you this morning is some reasons to lift up your head. And Jesus says when these things begin to come to pass, when they begin to come to pass, I don't know if people sometimes have the impression that when the church is raptured out, then God just sort of flips a switch and the world goes from being sort of the, the, the church age dispensation and then just automatically transitions immediately into the tribulation period. Doesn't work that way. Things always transition that way. They transition. It's, it's a more gradual thing. Now certainly the rapture of the church marks a cutoff point, but the conditions in this world and the signs of the times are going to be with us even now before the Lord comes and takes the church out. And they are the precursors to what's going to happen during the tribulation period. So Jesus talks about these things being the beginning. Uh, they are, they are when these things begin to come to pass. That's one thing we ought to note so that we realize as we look, especially at what's going on right now, we realize that these are things that point to the future. And it's a, it's a definite thing. It's prophetic. And then I want you also to take a look at verses 29 and 30. Verses 29 and 30. Because Israel plays a prominent part in all of this. Someone once said, uh, you know, what's God's timepiece? Is it, is it, is it Timex? Is it, is it, uh, uh, a Rolex? It, it's not. It's, it's Israel. That's God's timepiece as far as end-time prophetic things are concerned. And notice what he says in verse 29. He spake to them a parable. Behold, 
uh, the fig tree and all the trees. And of course, uh, the fig tree represents Israel. Israel, one of the uh, denoting of Israel symbolically in Scripture is a fig tree. And he says, uh, when they now shoot forth, you see that uh, and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. Of course, Israel uh, became a, a nation once again, officially in 1948. And so we speak of, of secular, secular Israel. And we speak of the fact that Israel still is not in fellowship with God, far from it, but on a, but on a basis of being a nation. And it is a secular nation as well as a religious nation, but is principally a secular nation, and, and they haven't received Christ. Uh, that is the precursor of things to come. We don't see fruit on this fig tree, but we see leaves. We see something that points to something future. There's going to be future fruit, but not until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. And uh, if you're like me, you're probably amazed to see the amount of any anti-Semitism growing not only in the world, but in our country. I mean, in light of what happened during the Second World War and, and all the evidence uh, to that, uh, what happened during the Holocaust, and, and all of the talk, especially on the left, of, you know, diversity and tolerance and all that. And yet, it seems that the incubation place of a lot of the ideas of the left, college campuses, they're sponsoring uh, student groups, student clubs that are literally, as a platform, they are anti-Semitic. They are against Israel. They are against Jews. It's it's. It's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling, especially in this day and age of so-called political correctness and inclusiveness and all this. So, again, you say, what's that all about? Well, that that goes beyond the human. It goes beyond the the pale of human understanding. There's a spiritual battle going on here, and, and, and the devil hates Israel. And Israel is still heading for a time, well, we're going to get ahead of ourselves here. But, anyways, I want to give you some reasons to lift up your head. Jesus tells us to lift up our heads for our redemption draws nigh. When I was in high school, my first car was a 64 Ford uh, Galaxy 500. And uh, when I first got the car, it was a complete rust bucket. I mean, there were rust holes in the bottom of the back quarter panels, big enough you could stick your whole arm. I mean, they were a cubit long and half a cubit wide. And I did some of my own uh, backyard uh, body work, you know, with a rattle can and some uh, fiber, uh, liquid fiberglass and tried to put things back together the best I could. And the car, I bought the thing for $100. I bought the thing for $100. And uh, good drivetrain, solid car in that respect, but there were a lot of problems with it. Rust, uh, the guy that owned it prior to me was a chain smoker. It had a, a light-colored interior that was tinted a sort of tobacco yellow. Um, you know, it, 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 was, it was a typical first car back in those days. And the leaf springs in the back of the car were weak, and the car sagged to one side. I eventually remedied the problem by getting under there and putting new leaf springs on. And, of course, back in those days, you wanted to make your car a hot rod. You put air shocks in it and lifted the back up. Now, I'm not sure what that did for the speed of the car, but it gave me the feeling that it was a more sporty car. Anyways, long story short, I had a car that went down the road for a while, and it was kind of sagging. Jesus is telling us as Christians not to be sagging because of the times of the time, uh, signs of the times, but rather to lift our heads, 
to lift our heads because our redemption draws nigh. These things point to his return, that he's coming soon. So I want to talk to, some, uh, talk to you about some of these. The first thing, of course, is found in verse, in verse 24, and that is Israel's rebirth. We looked at verses 29, 30, 31, and 32. Uh, notice, notice in verse, verse 24, Christ talks about, uh, Israel being, uh, persecuted and in particular, uh, those disciples of his during this period of time. And notice he said, and they'll be led away captive unto all nations. Jerusalem should be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. This all started in 70 AD when Titus of Rome attacked Jerusalem because of Jerusalem's rebellion against their Roman occupation. And the times of the Gentiles have continued. You could technically go all the way back to the time of Nebuchadnezzar, around 600 B.C., to mark the times of the Gentiles. But for the purposes of the New Testament in more modern times, you could look at 70 A.D. when Christ speaks of these things, and going forward, that the times of the Gentiles are still in place. Folks, think of it. Think of it. Israel is at the mercy is at the mercy, in many ways, of what few friends it has. And to be honest with you, other than a couple of banana republics, other than the United States, I'm not sure who else they might have as a friend. And depending on the administration, that's gone back and forth. Last administration under Obama, that thing was tenuous at best. I'm thankful this morning that we have a president that for whatever reason, he stands by the fact that Israel is our friend and we're to be friends to Israel. I thank God for that. Because I think of what the Bible says, that he will bless them that bless Israel and he will curse them that curse Israel. And uh, folks, I don't want to be on the cursing end of that thing. I want to be on the blessing end of that thing. So we see Israel's rebirth and we see the, the, the beginnings of that. And it started in 1948. We see the anti-Semitism ramping up again. And when you get to the book of Revelation, you see where that's all going to go until Jesus comes back and, and rescues the apple of his eye. Number two, uh, plummeting morality, plummeting morality. I want to take your Bible. I want you to take your Bible and go to second Timothy chapter three. And I'm not going to multiply gory stories of immorality to try to prove to you that we live in a time of of plummeting morality my my goodness i mean i remember not too long ago our our, our society was in a debate uh, as to whether or not uh homosexual marriage uh, should be uh, codified and uh folks that thing isn't even in the rearview mirror anymore now it's all about people defining their own gender denying the way God put them together. That's how perverted things have become. So I'm not going to multiply examples of that, but I want to give you something here that I think is is even more profound when it comes to morality. And it's 2 Timothy chapter 3. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Reasons to Raise Your Head by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has reminded the Christian that, despite the circumstances around you, and regardless of what is going on in the world, there is a reason to lift up your head. The reason for our joy is also a sobering reminder at the same time that we need to share the reason for our joy with those around us. There is a world of people who don't understand why the Christian can live a life so full of joy and peace. And if you find that you are one of those people that would like to know about where you will spend eternity, 
We invite you to contact us at Treasure Valley Baptist Church or come to one of the services, and we would love to help you know for sure that you're on your way to heaven. As we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.